Warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls Bring on the slaughter We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey there, spooksters! Welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Jessica, and as always, I'm joined by my favorite gal pal, Tara. Hey, spooksters. It is another Monday in October, so it is officially Spooktober season, and we Woo! are super excited. Today, we're going to be talking about serial criminal or serial killer facts. There we go. I got it out. <laughs> and tell you guys, I've asked Tara when I read them to tell me whether or not she knows them. Play along at home. You'll probably beat me. It's fine. And you should go to the Facebook group. Three Spooked Girls official on Facebook yes. and tell us how many of the 28 you knew. So keep track. Yes, 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 yes. Do it. And tell us. I want to know. Okay. Like I said, we have a Facebook group. It's fantastic. If you want to interact with other spoosters in our little fun, safe corner of the internet, please come over there. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. It's where we announce everything first. And also where you just get to be fun and slightly weird. Like I was at a concert and I was sitting there because my friends had gone to the merch line and I didn't want to wait in the merch line. <laughs> Took a picture and put it up in the group and was like, tell me what 15-year-old you would be really excited to see because I was seeing All-American Rejects. 15-year-old me was like, thank God you're seeing them again. <laughs> Which, by the way, me seeing All-American Rejects gives like that total vibe that like my I used to make fun of my parents for going and seeing like older bands redo their music, mm-hmm. like, like the Eagles. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I was like, oh my God, we're there now. <laughs> yeah. Our music. I know. So excited. We also are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or X, or whatever the fuck it's called now that Elon has taken it on. <laughs> Our handle is at Three Spooked Girls. We are both on Instagram personally. Tara's is Spooky Sleuth, which is also her TikTok handle. So if you're on the TikTok, go over there and check it out. She's got great, great content. My Instagram handle is Jessica Bear Stanton. I do not accept Facebook requests from people outside of my family or my immediate friend circle. Mm-hmm. So if you've if you've requested me on Facebook and you're like, why hasn't she replied? Why hasn't she accepted it in three years? That's why. Yeah. But I will be anyone's friend on Instagram. So you can check that out. And we're both on threads. So if you go to our Instagram, it connects you to our threads. I sometimes say really funny things on threads. Yeah. I talk about stupid boy stuff sometimes on there. So if you're just wanting to know what Jessica thinks 
thinks about it any random time, Threads is the place to be. Yes. I could not handle Twitter, and so I'm trying really hard at Threads. <laughs> if you want to help support the show, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com backslash three spooked girls or hit the link tree in the show notes. For little as a dollar, you get a one bonus episode each month. Sometimes it's a video. Yeah. Sometimes we like are like, we're just doing a video. But it is always fun for sure. And we do a little bit different kind of stuff over there. Like we did one was my favorite. We did all of the murders and like kill all the crimes committed on Yellowstone. Yeah, that was fun. That was one of my favorites. It was fun. <laughs> we've done that in a couple shows, I think. I think we've also done like Home Alone. Like, if yes. they, mm-hmm. yeah, like what if it would have killed them? Yeah. Spoiler alert. They did a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So definitely check that over there. $5 and up can get access to our episodes a day early and ad free and they get more consistent video content. So it's like if you are enjoying the vital conversations, it is on video over there. So you get to see the people we talk into. Mm-hmm. So and sometimes that means you get to see our animals because they sometimes make special guest appearances like mine do. Yep. So with that, we're going to dive in. The rules are again, if you know the fact, keep track of how many you knew and let us know in the Facebook group. Okay. And Tara, let us know at the end of each fact. If you knew it or not. Probably not, but it's fine. We're going to... I hate trivia. I don't hate trivia. It just gives me like anxiety because I'm like a freaking... It's like I know these answers or I'll know whatever answers and then it's like I get asked it and then it just goes away. This is like if you remember back to like elementary school, like when you would take a spelling test on a Monday mm-hmm. where it like really doesn't count towards your grade. But like if you knew, <laughs> if you know it, it helps you out in the long term. Pretty much. Also, so it is a BuzzFeed article. So if you want to go look at it, you can. But the first like <laughs> gift that's under it is of Schitt's Creek. And, <gasps> and, and David's like, my God. <laughs> so the first one is in the John Wayne Gacy case, there is so many bodies crammed underneath that house. That the bodies have melted together and the bones had to be sorted for more than two years to put them together into full skeletons. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> appropriate david my god yeah but that's because we both avoid that case it's true we have yet to do gacy yeah we haven't done it yet (laughs) so anything new that like comes out we avoid it (laughs) because we're like nope not yet we're like no (laughs) it's not time yet no thank you no thank you gacy like literally every time we are like okay what serial killer are we gonna do yeah we're like not gacy pretty much (laughs) we just don't like clowns we don't want to talk about yeah it's fine number two peewee gaskin Gaska, Gaska. I don't know how to say last names. You guys know this by now. Okay, so I'm not going to know what this is. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. The most prolific serial killer in South Carolina drove around in a hearse with a bumper sticker that says, I hauled dead people. And he told people that he needed to take bodies of people he killed to his private cemetery. What? What the fuck? What? Okay, we have to look into this one. Yeah, we need to. Oh my god, save this. <laughs> Everyone put, I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna star this article right now and save it. Done. So we we gonna do this. Okay. Jeffrey Dahmer gave people in his apartment building sandwiches that could have possibly been made from his victim's flesh. I knew that. Yeah. Okay, cool. I got one. Got one, guys. The gift underneath it is from Keenan Thompson on Saturday Night Live, and he's like, huh. <laughs> okay, number four. It's, we have another Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer had so many bodies in his apartment that he ran out of room and stored one of the victims in his bathtub. He proceeded to shower over the body every day for a month. Sorry, I have to scroll up because I can't look at this the gifts of someone throwing up. 
I don't know. Think about it. He would straddle over a rotting corpse to get fresh and clean every day. Yeah. You would just smell bad. It's just so horrible. It's so fucking horrible. Ew. Oh, okay. Here's a, here's one. It's a kind of a story one. I had a family member who briefly dated John Edward Robinson. She almost but not quite fit the profile of his victims. One time when he picked her up, his adult son was visiting the house and met him and shook his hand. He ghosted her after that. I don't know who. Do you know who John Edward Robinson is? Let me see. Because no, I don't. Okay. Also, my mom was living in the mobile home park in Wichita during the BTK killing spree. What's what's the name? John what? John Edward Robinson. We don't know all the serial killers, guys. Oh, John Edward Robinson, also known as the Slave Master, is an American serial killer, con man, embezzler, kidnapper, and forgerer who was found guilty in 2003 for three murders committed in and around Kansas City, and he received the death penalty for two of them. Damn. Well, that's another one. Wow, look at this. You're learning new things. This is a good article. I was going to say, whoever wrote this, kudos to you. Thank you, BuzzFeed. Because now you have lined up 2024 for three switch clubs. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Well, I mean, maybe a little bit. But <laughs> with some stuff. Okay. Number six. The Hillside Strangler picked up a young woman to murder, then discovered that her father was Peter Lore, a legendary Hollywood character actor. They let her go because they feared that killing a celebrity's daughter would bring too much attention. Damn. Right. And we know that Michelle Kessler... Mm-hmm. who worked on the OJ case, worked on the Hillside Strangler case. Mm-hmm. Well, if you if you were a patron, you knew that. Yes, yes, yes. If you're a patron, you know that, yes. Oh, that doc was so good. It was good. Number seven. I am surprised we don't hear about Robert Hansen in popular culture. We know him. We do. He would kidnap women and turn them loose in the Alaskan wilderness, and then he would hunt them down like animals and kill them. He didn't have the highest number of victims, but his method of hunting them for sport was absolutely insane. Number eight, Mac Ray Edwards. He was a serial killer who worked for Caltrans. Oh, God. He killed his victims and then would bury the bodies in places he would then later build <gasps> the highways oh over. Oh, God. Not all his victims have been found, and many are very likely still under California highways. You may be driven over countless times. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Number nine, how Jack the Ripper always cut the throats of his victims in a way that stops blood from getting on his clothes. That's true. Also, the gif underneath that is of Jeff Goldblum holding up a basket of laundry that says, so fresh, so clean. Oh, my God. Okay, number 10. Aside from the killing, BTK is such a self-serving, pompous piece of shit. I agree. He actually makes people fill out an application to write him in prison. Yup. No, thank you, sir. Right? No, thank you. Did you see they're looking at more cases that he might be connected to? I mean, yeah, I saw. It just, it would make sense that there's more out there. Of course, he's not going to confess to all of them. Well, I mean, what's going to change? No, but nothing. it gets him back into court. I mean, the dude is in fucking like solitary confinement for the rest of his life. Oh, he would love that. Right. I mean, he would love that. I'm pretty sure like you weren't, you're not even allowed to like, if you visit him, like it's through like a TV's, like a Skype situation. Oh, interesting. You ain't getting FaceTime. Yeah, gross. No thanks. Bye. Right. 
Okay, number 11. Not necessarily the killer himself, but the use of the DNA slash ancestry websites to identify the chameleon killer and the Golden State killer is fascinating. In both cases, they uploaded the killer's DNA to a fake profile to find family matches. And then they traced the family's histories from there and narrowed down the suspects by location, date, etc. Once they find a suspect, they test the person's DNA against the initial sample to confirm a match. Both cases have great podcasts where they go into detail about the process. That is interesting. We knew that. Number 12, Ted Bunty worked at a suicide hotline, mm-hmm. a hotline center with author Anne Rule. I didn't know the, the author part. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number 13, the Golden State Killer, known at the time as the East Area Rapist, would often break into homes of couples making the women tie up the man. He would stack dishes on top of the back of the man and threaten if that he heard the dishes fall, he would kill everyone in the house. And then he would assault the woman and ransack the house for hours. I knew that. Mm-hmm. I quit keeping count because like, it's like we went on tangents and stuff. So sorry, sorry guys. <laughs> Hopefully you're playing at home. Hopefully you are. <laughs> Let you us can know. tell us how many Tara. <laughs> I, I mean, yes, they could. <laughs> so yes, we knew that. We knew that. We knew that one. Okay. Number 14. Jeffrey Dahmer was neglected by his parents in childhood and hadn't even seen his mother for 10 years prior to incarceration. At sentencing, his father and stepmother asked for 10 minutes to say goodbye and hug him. His father often visited him in prison and had weekly phone calls with his mother. Despite the heinous crimes, they seem to have some sort of unconditional love. Yeah. I did not know about the 10 minute hug thing or like that they want. I didn't know that part. <laughs> the 10 minute hug. I don't think it was a 10 minute hug. <laughs> I hope not. I don't. Tara knows this. I don't really like hugs from people that I don't like. Yeah. Truly love. Like probably the only like five people on the planet who can hug me is like you, mm-hmm. your kid. Mm-hmm. Your wife likes to hug me even though I don't <laughs> like being hugged. <laughs> But I let her because I love you. <laughs> I love her, but it's like mainly I let her hug me because I love you. My brother and then the twins mm-hmm. are like really the only people I allow to hug me. Yeah. I'm like, ugh. Like, <laughs> my friend was comforting me the other day and he hugged me and I was just like, I don't want to be hugged. <laughs> You're like, okay, we're done. Now he just fist bumps me. So it's good. We're good. We're good <laughs> there you go. I'm going to say this name wrong. Issei Sagawa, a cannibal who was caught in France and pronounced insane. However, after going to the mental asylum in Japan, they declared him to be sane and he checked straight out. He's still free to this day. Yes. If I remember correctly. And the interviews have stated that he may kill and eat human flesh again. Ooh. Like, what the fuck? While I was watching the interview, I felt beyond unsettled. Really, doesn't it make me feel better that he's still out there? Oh my god, I don't like that either. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, ew. Someone go get his ass. Yeah. I just don't think you can be sane and, like, want to eat people. You're not. There's plenty of other meat products out there. Yeah. But I remember what the guy on Bones said. It doesn't taste like pork. It tastes like beef. Ew. I know. I don't like it. Mm, let's move on. Okay, number 16. Brazilian serial killer Little Petey murdered over 40 people in prison. Wow, in prison? That's a lot of Damn. people. I mean, what are they going to do to him? Literally. He began by murdering the gang that killed his girlfriend and then stabbing his father, who was in prison for killing his mother during a visit. Damn. He was very well liked because he was considered sort of a vigilante Avenger, mm. despite killing indiscriminately within prison. No difference between drug possession or murderers. Because of Brazil's odd sentencing law, he can only serve a maximum of 30 years and his current 
apparently a YouTuber and a ranch hand. Oh. The gif under it is from The Good Place, and it's Christian Bell <laughs> going, holy forking shirt. Yeah, that's a lot. Oh, my God. <laughs> that that last, like, I love these ones of the last sentence. You're just like, the fuck happened here? <laughs> I love that he was like, I'm just going to go clean up prison. I don't condone murder. Okay. Mark Brandon Red, a.k.a. Chopper, was a renowned killer in Australia. However, he only targeted drug dealers and people who made attempts on his life. Oh, so he had, like, reasons. Another one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When he got old, he was told that he had liver cancer and only a few weeks to live. When he asked by the TV show 60 Minutes Australia if he wanted one last interview before he died, he accepted. When they asked him all about the murders, which he previously claimed as self-defense, not him or or he covered them up, he just confessed to all of them, claiming that there was never self-defense and that he had committed the ones he had previously denied. I mean, if you're dying. Yeah. Like at that but point, like, he's like, fuck it. Wouldn't it be the irony of all ironies if it was like suddenly he was on the up and up and he went into remission? Oh my God. <laughs> You're like, damn it, I confessed to all these murders. <laughs> that would almost be like better justice. <laughs> oh God. Oh, I think we both know this one. Number 18, Jeffrey Dahmer didn't eat people with tattoos because he said the ink made the flesh taste weird. Be safe. Get inked. Okay, but no, that's not true. He didn't say that? No, I saw something like last year that said that that's not true. We need to fact check this. Fact checking. They could have been full of shit, which is fine. Did Jeffrey Dahmer? Because yes, I have heard that. Oh, Jeffrey Dahmer didn't eat. Okay, it was a Reddit thing. Mm. I'm not going to read Reddit. <laughs> okay. But let's hope that the other cannibals don't know. and We're safe because we're inked. Yes. In 1985, the Night Stalker was terrorizing LA. I was a young Marine there and a friend asked me and another guy would come stay the night since her parents had to go out of town. I thought it was silly. He hadn't hit Orange County, but anything to get out of the barracks. That night he hit just a few houses down from Mission Viejo. Some kid heard him and alerted his dad, who called the cops. That was the first lead they got. Oh, I love this. It always bugged me that I didn't take it seriously at all, and it happened so close. I think we were all pretty drunk that night. It was pretty sobering. Oh, my God. Here is another, like, as someone else told. Like, this is a quote from someone. Mm -hmm. Dennis Rader, a.k.a. BTK, Bind Torture Kill, started communicating with the police after years of silence in 2004. He had gone decades without being caught and once again started sending taunting letters and items to them. He asked them if they could, I love this. He asked them if they could... <laughs> if it could be traced if he sent the, the writing on a floppy disk and they assured him through the communication in the newspaper that no, they couldn't trace him. He sent them a floppy disk and they found the metadata linking him to his church. He was arrested shortly after. He was hurt that they had lied to him because he thought he had developed a rapport. I love that fact so much. <laughs> I'm just like, sir... The police are allowed to lie to you. It's literally like my favorite, like stupid way. Right. A criminal. Also, <laughs> you are the most notorious serial killer in that area for them. Of course, they're going to lie to you. You just dumb. Literally. Just saying. Ooh, we have another Dennis Raider. Oh my God, the next two are Dennis Raiders. Dennis Raider, aka the BTK killer, once put a victim's child in the bathroom with toys while he tied up their mother and killed her. Raider killed the young woman by putting a plastic bag over her head and tying a ligature around her neck. Her young child cried and screamed repeatedly, trying to escape from the bathroom to help their mother. By the time one of Renfield's children managed to force the bathroom door open, the 26-year-old woman was dead and her killer had left the scene. I don't remember that. I'm sure we talked about it, but... Mm -hmm. No, I remember that, yeah. 
Number 22. Whenever I read about the BTK waiting for one of his victims to come home and then getting frustrated and leaving due to her running late, it gives me chills. That woman cheated death. Mm-hmm. It's very true. Also, good for you, boo-boo. You were late. It saved your life. This is the message, people. Never be on time. <laughs> Number 23. Dr. Harold Shipman. He lost his mother watching how much morphine eased her pain before she passed. Then he became a doctor using morphine overdoses to kill people, especially rich old ladies. I want to I definitely look him up. Number 24. I don't recall which one it was, but I remember hearing that there was a killer who would go into the home if the front door was unlocked because otherwise he didn't feel welcome. Lock your doors, people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Number 25. Ted Bundy helped in the investigation of the Green River Killer and made a psych profile, which ended up being closer to the actual Green River Killer than the FBI's own psych profile. That was a huge part of the inspiration of The Silence of the Lambs. Bundy also tried to masturbate to photos of his crime scenes while Detective Kepler brought them in, which is why he stopped letting Bundy keep the files. Fucking Ted. Nasty ass. Another Ted. I'm surprised it took this long to get to Bundy. I mean, here's the thing. They probably knew if they started with Bundy, like, people like us would have clicked away. Everyone's clicking out. It's true. Okay, number 26. My grandmother met Ted Bundy on her college campus, and he attempted to get her friend to go off with him. My grandmother said she had a bad vibe from him because he was such a happy person. And <laughs> Sorry, I love that. He was happy. Don't trust him. <laughs> and she felt that he was forcing the emotion a bit. That makes sense. Yeah. Her friend, however, wanted to go with him and was completely blinded by his charm. My grandmother took her friend by the hand and walked away. Good on your granny. Like, that woman saved lives. Yep. Whatever else happens in her life, she saved a life. 100%. Okay, I'm going to say this name wrong, but it's fine. Paul Tuchlin, a Polish serial killer, was admitted into a psychiatric ward. He started making sculptures out of bread and was quite good at it. He fell in love with one of the doctors there, and to show his affection, he made a vagina (gasps) out of bread. Ew. He used natural hair, too. (gasps) And then gave it to the doctor. Then she then suffered... A mental breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> Deservably. Like, if a serial killer gave me a bread vagina with real hair, it was probably his fucking pubes. Jesus. Oh, I hope it wasn't his pubes. I was hoping it was, you were going to say his head. Oh. <laughs> Just oh. plucking them out one by one to make Ew. his fucking bread vagina. No, he's got to pull a, uh, I think it was the Green River Killer, the one that just like fucking like ripped out a fuck ton of pubes Ugh. for the DNA sample. Mm-mm. I just... <laughs> Mm. (laughs) sorry (laughs) okay number 28 we're bringing it full circle if you wrote john wayne gacy he would send you a questionnaire to see if you were good enough to be friends with him oh good for him i didn't know that did not know that either i would like to see what the questionnaire said i was just a google we're gonna google real quick ew okay okay i got an article from the new york post you want me to tell you yes okay 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 This is Gacy talking. So if you want to submit some questions in writing, then I would be willing to answer them so long as they don't deal with my case. And this was, he was talking to psychoanalyst John Kelly. Gacy, who asked Kelly to call him John or JW, wrote on the date of April 9th, 1993. In doing so, whenever I talk with anyone, I like to know who that is and some common facts about them. Enclosed is a bio sheet, which you can fill out and return 
with a photo. Ew. He wants to see what you look like. Photo? The two-page questionnaire, which Kelly shared with Fox, requests details such as birth, date, height, weight, as well as more personal inquiries, including thoughts on sex, personal goals in life, and New Year's resolutions. He's just a curious little bitch. Literally. Kelly told the outlet that Gacy's request made him give up trying to secure an interview. (laughs) But he said he was trying to find ways to manipulate me. And that's true. He's trying to find ways to manipulate the people he's talking to. Right. And that's a really easy way to do it because people most likely would do it to talk to him. It's not, it's, you don't even have to put real facts. No. My God. I wouldn't. You could troll John Wayne Gacy. Oh my God, you could have. Could you imagine, like, if, especially like if you had studied him and you knew things about him and then, like, you wrote your answers? So you were, like, manipulating them. Oh my God. So I, I'm so sorry. They included the actual letter. Do it, do it, do it. It's not the questionnaire, but it's what he wrote. Um, Some of it will be what I already said, but that's fine. Greetings, Mr. Kelly. I received your letter and with regards to your request for interview, I will have to deny it. However, if you want to submit some questions in writing, then I would be willing to answer them as long as they don't deal with my case. In doing so, whenever I talk to anyone, I like to know who that is and some common facts about them. Enclosed is a bio sheet in which you can fill out and return with a photo, and then I will send the same bio in the way I answered it, and it will give you some background. So not only is he getting those from them, he's sending them one. Of his own. (laughs) Way to control the narrative. The correct way to address letters to me is on the envelope. And it says, you can drop the Mr. Gacy as I am John or JW. I am nobody important. Just a man caught up in the justice system. Take care for now. A man caught up? Mm -hmm. Sir. Sir. Yeah. Your The first fact of this was that people's bodies, there were so many of them that it took two years to like figure out everyone yeah no no you were a terrible human you weren't nobody caught up in the justice system exactly fucking piece of shit let us know which ones you knew which ones you didn't know um i didn't know some of some of these i heard of i literally did star this article because now i'm like oh i'm gonna do that case of that case i'm very excited about it yes okay with that we are going to wrap it up we hope you enjoyed this episode and we will be back on thursday for another vital conversations we're hoping you're enjoying those as well toodles guys bye